0: The following is a Barrett Sports Media production. There are two sides to the broadcast industry. Content creators and money makers. This podcast is for that second group. Sellers, buyers, managers, anyone with an interest in business. You're all welcome here. This is Seller to
1: Seller. Now here's your host, Jeff Caves. Well, change, quiet quitters. People changing careers, those that did not make it back from the pandemic, uh, these are all issues we deal with, whether it's people we call on or ourselves. Uh, I had a long career as a guy that was on the air and decided to make some changes. Well, my next guest has made some changes as well, and he comes through the uh, media and radio industry Let's talk to Terry Volbert, who spent 26 years with the Cats Radio Group and National Radio Sales. He wound up or concluded that portion of his life just about two years ago. It's about pretty much when I met Terry. He is the former senior VP Director of Sales at Cats. He started BHB Strategies six years ago, and he's now doing it full-time, helping executives uh, with excelling at change, getting some life balance. He's helping individuals and executive teams navigate their way through change with clarity and confidence, as Terry puts it. He clarifies all these pressing questions, your core values, and advocates for the realistic tools and opportunities. These are all great words. I could tell you the actions can be a little more difficult, just trying to help you navigate through current change. That's exactly what Terry Volbert uh, wants to do and is doing. a lot of people worked their whole career to get as far as you did up the food chain with a national radio rep firm and a major market handling big deals. What made you say, hey, I'd like to do something else and and go out and help people
0: with change themselves? You know, it started back in 2007, 2008, when we had that uh, pretty deep recession. People were, were cutting. Uh, there was a lot of changes, um, most of them not for the better, because prior to that, I can't think of many businesses and, and careers that were more fun, rewarding, both financially and intellectually than than being around the media uh, industry. That took a big change in in 08. And uh, I had I had difficulty dealing with it. And uh, what I ended up doing was was going out and finding a coach for myself and um, she helped me sort through what really mattered to me at that, at that time. Um, you know, I was at a stage where I still had a couple of kids at home, you know, I had to get them through school. And I was, you know, making good money and uh, working for a company that was phenomenal. The people there were just, I feel so blessed to have, have been a part of that. Um, so what she helped me understand was, you know. Without really using these phrases, she would say something like, "You know, what's important to you right now? What are you looking for? What do you feel you're missing?" And uh, what she was really describing was, um, "You know, share with me your core values." I just wanted to feel that I was making more of an impact, and for me, that meant I'm going to take on much more of a mentor role, a teacher role, uh, be more curious. One of my core values is is curiosity and adventure, um, and kind of go at it from that perspective. I I found new energy and actually that actually, you know, rolled over into my personal life as well. Um, And, and that lasted for quite a while, but you know, the, you know, the one thing about the world, nothing ever stays static and, and the industry continued to, you know, have layoffs and, and uh, you know, an office that, uh, once had fourteen people and a couple of managers was now down to three people and one manager and doing wow. you know, twice, twice the volume kind of thing and and then on the agency side the same thing was going on maybe even worse so you had you know four or five people doing the work of fifteen people and you know I, I give you that background because that's what started to get me to say okay there's got to be more here for me um, and at that point I, I decided I was going to get credentialed as a, a executive coach with the uh, International Coaches uh, Foundation or Federation, I should say. Then I started to go into much more full-time coaching and that's when I started BHB Strategies. And uh, then what really was the final for me was I um, got involved in change and transition strategies, which um, was a fundamental game changer for me. And it's once I got to that, that I decided, okay, um, this is something that's too important for me not to do. But obviously, all of a sudden, COVID hits and the, the whole world gets turned upside down and especially businesses. And, you know, you, you couldn't think of anything in our lifetime that was a bigger change and transition than, than that pandemic hitting our, our country and the world. And there was a, uh, a real calling for it at that time. And it made, made it pretty easy for me to uh, talk to my uh, CEO and say, look, it's, it's, it's time for me to move on.
1: It sounds like things change from the outside. And you were changing on the inside. You look at now how you're helping others in in change and transition. Change when you you look at where you were at, Terry. What parts of that job did fulfill you? And you know what part of the job said, you know what I got to do something more because you know as a as a national ad sales rep, it's not your job to make guys' lives that different, right? You're there to sell spots for this market, that market. This, you know what I'm saying? Right. You, you're
0: really never in that role. The first part of your question, what? I found very rewarding was, um, first off, I worked with, I used to tell this to everybody, I got a real kick out of playing with nothing, being on a team with nothing but A players. I mean, B players just didn't exist when I when I started with Cats. And that was really a joy. And they were they were quality individuals. They all really cared about what they did, their reputation. Um, and they took their job very seriously. But they also took the relationships, you know, just as seriously and being able to interact with these people help find solutions um uh, be creative with some of the solutions the parts that um made it made it less attractive to me all the layoffs it just created a situation where it was very difficult to establish friendships when there's there was no personal interaction
1: you know right you, you would transactional yeah it,
0: it, at, at best at, at best. best i i'm And and God bless the people on on the buying side because they were under enormous pressures. They had watched a lot of their friends get laid off and there there was nothing they could do other than just, you know, strap on their hat. And I know that they were working, you know, from eight, eight in the morning until seven or eight o'clock at night on a lot of nights. I had no control. The only control I ever had was the ability that that all of us have, which is you always have choice at your disposal. And, you know, as I told somebody one day, well, you got a choice every morning you get up, you either go to work or you don't.
1: So take a look at now, you know, um, what you do now, but you got somebody that you're working with that knows they want to change jobs. You know, they really want to do something different with their life and they don't know how to do it. So what's that typical plan look like when you swoop in? So somebody hearing this is be like, well, what would this look like if I wanted to change
0: careers? What What, what would I have to do? I want to get under the hood with that individual. What's what's motivating you right now? Let's let's talk about your core values. We all have them. We all have this thing inside of us where many times when we when we evaluate something like that, we recognize certain values out there that we'd like to emulate, but we really don't. That's not not who we are. And there's no judgment on core values. I don't care if one of your core values is, I want to be filthy rich. If that's mm-hmm. who you are, that's who you are. And the worst thing you could do to yourself is not be true to yourself. Because otherwise, what happens is we also have this other thing inside of us called the want bucket. And what most of us don't realize is the want bucket has has no bottom to it. And you have no real reason or purpose in, in wanting those things. Once you establish your core values, now you have a base. Now you're putting a bottom on that want bucket and whatever those, those core values are, and they do change through life. You may not completely you know, be done with those core values. They might've taken a secondary role, some of them. There's a few that'll probably stay very prominent in your life. Once you have that, then you can establish why is it that you want to change and what are you really looking for? I'm going to ask you a ton of questions and, and and we're going to establish what your thinking patterns are, your thought patterns are, what you're really trying to get out of your life at this time. You know, there's the difference between a 42 year old that's got a few kids and that have to get through school yet and sure. somebody that's 62 and is like, okay, kids are gone. M- money isn't going to be my motivating factor right now. Mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's okay when you're 42 and money's part of the plan, as long as you realize that it's not the only part of the plan. You need to do something. And if that means, guess what, kids? I can only pay this amount of money. You're going to have to go to a state school. I can't send you to you know somewhere else, whatever it is. And we explore the uh, the imaginative possibilities. That's where I. Uh, that's where the magic happens. Is when you get into the imaginative possibilities. What is it you think, and and how likely is that that we can get that done, and what hmm. would it take? And once it, once once you establish that. Then the questions for yourself become much easier to answer. And that's part of the system that I leave people with, or the prop, you know, is, is you now have a tool that whenever anything big comes up in your life, just put it against your core values. How does this situation, choice A or choice B, stack up against my core values? And, and the beautiful thing about all of that is those choices can change. It's okay. That's that's where we start with it is is, you know, always realizing that you have choices, establish your core values, then we get into intentions, then we get into goals, then we get into uh you know what your priorities are and don't mix those up. Terry, so when you work with these these folks that are in
1: these big corporate, you know, BMUs, these huge companies, and they're probably still some of your media friends, whether they be mm-hmm. radio, TV on the on the ad side, and they're really struggling with how do I Connect more with the the younger people that I'm managing in my corporation, and how 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 do I you know uh, get along better? How can I motivate them? How can I understand them better? Uh, do you do you get that? And because that's a big part of change, right? Is keeping up with who you're okay. managing and who you're around, and what what are some coaching points here that
0: all of us can probably use? The big three are questions, questions, and more questions. Um, it's amazing how many times I've worked with, uh, mid-level and upper level management and they're so used to, I'll call it old school management of do it as I say, not as I do. And, um, they, they just don't ask the questions. Most people know the answers to, to the questions for themselves. And if you give them the opportunity by asking questions, they'll figure it out. Like if somebody comes to you, your manager, they come to you with a specific problem. If you say, okay, let's talk about this what is going on? What do you see? Do you do you see? Do you have a couple of thoughts on which direction you might want to go? Bring them into the process. Let them own it. When I get into when I was in management, and even when I do my coaching, I will use a phrase, something like, well, I'm going to give you some examples of what Terry Volbert would do in this situation, but I want to be very clear. This is what I would do. Now, there might be things in what I'm about to say that you might want to gleam, turn them around a little bit and then go forward with them, but make them yours, make them fit you. And if, if management and upper management all the way down, if, if, if corporations can incorporate that as part of their core culture... You've really got something going. And then you focus a lot on emotional intelligence after that, just being self-aware, being socially aware, understanding, you know, these are people too, and try to have as much of a responsive mind rather than a reactive mind uh, when you're dealing with people. Um, you'd be shocked at what kind of loyalty that buys you. You know, this whole, you know, great resignation and all of that. Yeah. That, that to me was as big a secret sauce as there was that people just want to feel wanted. You know, they, these people were leaving for other jobs that even paid them less than they were getting before, but it didn't matter. They just felt they had, they had a blow up. I'll tell you this at Cats, I don't think they lost a person because the core culture embraced what, you know, what I just uh, mentioned. All right. So if somebody
1: feels like they're burned out at work before they just go up and start making changes and just quitting where they're at, if they don't fix some things, right, Terry, they're just going to take their problems with them. Aren't
0: they? You're, you're a hundred percent right. Their number one task is to understand where they're at. What's really going on here? Our ego um, jumps to conclusions. And we don't really realize that many times we're as much a part of the problem as as anything else. And like you said, Jeff, they're going to take them with them. Right. Let's, Let's stop it right here. Let's really understand. It's much like me back in 2007. I was ready to leave. I was ready to leave. My coach was like, you can't leave this. You're not ready to leave. That's not really what this is about. Let's get to the bottom of it. Oh. And and all it took was for her to spend some time with me. I realized, oh my gosh, you know, cause this this was my family. These were people. Now, if you have a bad boss or something like that, that's, you know, a different thing that we can talk about because then it's a relationship issue. But if it's just, you know, I'm burnt out, I'm not, Let's take a step back. Evaluate how this matches up with your core values. Maybe, like I did, you can just take the lens and just just adjust it a little bit. And it's amazing. I mean, it's like going to the optometrist. Do you wear glasses? I wear glasses. I know. Is it A, <laughs> a or B? A or B? Right, <laughs> right, right, it's a right. The difference, right? And it's just minor kind of details. And all of a sudden, you're like, wow, I can really see clear now. You know, that's where you want to start because when you leave, I mean, that grass is greener syndrome still exists everywhere. And, and if you're going to leave, and, and many times with my clients, that's what they end up doing. Sometimes they end up staying, which I'm even more grateful for because disruption is, is you know, sometimes it's really healthy, but many times it's just a matter of refocusing and, and understanding where you're at, what you're doing and, and where you can go with it. Terry,
1: work with the ones that do make change, leave, uh, move to different communities, take the family with them, and then don't like it, or don't find their way, and come back and either work for a same the same place or a similar job, or for some people coming back to the same city that they they left. Um, yeah, do you work through those situations? Uh, you, you talked about people who come back. Sometimes you, you know some people think, "Hey, if you come back, you'll be worth
0: more." Well, I, I probably should have stated this early on. I'm an agent of change. I mean, I, I, I mean, change has been I've done a lot of different jobs over my career. And the crazy thing with cats is this last stint was my third time with them.
1: And I, oh. and, I, and, I and I was there for
0: 26 years. Um, and it, it took me a couple of times to figure out, oh, my God, I actually was home that whole time. And I didn't do I was young. You know, I was in uh-huh. my late twenties and early thirties and ambitious. And, you know, and I get pissed off about this or that, and I didn't have a coach, uh, but to answer your question, you know um I think the first thing I would, okay, why now again, go back to your core values. What's not sitting right with your core values right now, or is it just your ego or is I like to uh, one of the terms I use in my work is, you know, we all have an inner committee. Is it that inner committee member that's whispering in your ear saying you're better than this. You deserve more. Right. You know right. all of this, and 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 sometimes you can go back, but sometimes it's like when you dated that woman for two and a half years, broke up with her for two years, then you met by chance and you started seeing her again. Going, oh man, why did I ever break up? And then three months later, you realize, oh, that's why I broke up.
1: <laughs> all right, right? tremendous uh, conversation. You can help so many uh, people. Tell them, you know, how to get a hold of you. I'm sure some of the guys listening to this are like, you know, what? I may not be ready today, but I'm getting ready, and they want to help be coached to, to get to the point where they can,
0: you know, actually do it? How do they get all of you? Uh, Well, you can find me at LinkedIn at uh, Terry Volbert, V-O-L-B-E-R-T, or uh, feel free to email me at Terry at bhbstrategies.net.
1: All right. Thanks to Terry Volbert. Rate, review, pass along this pod. Maybe somebody needs to change. You can write to me at jeffk 54 at gmail.com. Tell me some great conversations you'd like to listen to. I'll see if I can't put it together. If you're in and around the Dallas or Flower Mound area, look me up. You can check my articles out at, on sports radio sales at barrettsportsmedia.com. Talk to you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to Seller to Seller with Jeff Caves. Each episode is available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, the iHeart app, and most podcasting platforms. To stay in touch with Jeff, follow him on Twitter at Jeff Caves and read his sales columns on BarrettSportsMedia.com.